evening, everyone. Hope you're all well. Welcome back to Lee Judges TV. As ever, I'm your host, Dan Potts, and I'm with Lee Judges. Lee, how was your weekend, mate? Oh, well, I've had, had a good weekend, really. Like, you know, uh, I've been away for the weekend, uh, caravanning. Not my cup of tea normally, Dan. I'll tell you that now. But uh, enjoyed it. Um, was it gl- glamping or camping? What one was it? You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, I like to do that clamping, uh, glamping, whatever they call it. It looks a little bit better. But no, it was in a nice caravan, nice uh, little site. We always go down there just for a weekend, and it was uh, it was a laugh as usual. Bit bit of par three golf on, uh, as well, right? And I didn't win the didn't win the Opton Open this year, um, but um, it was quite good. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed it. had a had a good time, like you know. So uh, the only thing about it was, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, Dan. There was no reception hardly at all. So when you was in a caravan, you couldn't get no reception on the phones and whatever. And then when you went into the clubhouse, you could get Wi-Fi and all that. Of course, there was all this, the, the, the singing and all that blurring out. So you couldn't really hear a lot like, you know, so I've had a take you back, Take you back to the 80s and 90s, mate, when phones yeah, were Yeah, like I thought it was back in the old days here, like, you know, when you just couldn't really use your phone a lot, like, you know, so. It's amazing how, how much we rely on them now. Do you know what oh, I mean? It's like, unreal. It is unreal. And the other thing is, of course, when you go into these caravans, and I suppose it's a little bit with some hotels as well, you don't get uh, Sky Sports or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just the normal channels. Mm. Uh, you don't realise when you're at home, you've got all the channels, TV, you know, you can whack on Netflix, you can do this, do that. It's unbelievable, really. So I haven't been out and watched no cricket. No, uh, I see I see Johnny Bairstow done pretty good, like, you know. So, uh, But other than that, yeah, so I've been a, it's been a weekend of like, um, not seeing too much coming home and seeing all this Brazilian stuff and all that. I, I, I did actually see um, they had in the clubhouse. I got in the clubhouse. They got Sky Sports News, and I did mm. see it coming up about uh, uh, Jesus. So we've just got to sign God and uh, Moses, and we'd be somewhere uh, <laughs> near, near, nearly getting there, like you know. So, uh, but listen, you can't. It's not worth you know. As I said to to, to to one of my mates, it's no good having a Ferrari if you've got Stevie Wonder driving it. Just remember that, right? <laughs> yeah, let's let's get into that, man. Let's get into that. Uh, my weekend consisted of uh, sorting my garden out now, mate. It's barbecue ready. Um, Mum and, and dad come over to give us a bit of a hand because uh, I needed a hand, to be honest. And all of my fences are now, now painted, all lovely, barbecue ready, patio down, grass grown, and all my furniture in. So I'm ready now, mate. Um, so let the summer begin. Um, let's talk a little bit about the summer transfer window, Lee. I know that we've gone on about it a few times, but it's looked yeah. as if it's going to start moving a little bit quicker now. Um, this Gabriel Jesus um, deal, the Rafinha rumours, also got Gabriel Martinelli, Gabriel at the back. There was a, a funny thing that came out yesterday saying that we've got Jesus, three Gabriels, and a demon called Saka. So we must be able to do something this season. Um, in all seriousness, it looks like we've gone for a Brazilian and English flair. The young English talent is already here. We've already got Martinelli and Gabriel. And it looks like Jesus and Rafinha are going to be added to that now. Now, let's start with Gabriel Jesus. I know we've spoken a bit about it before, but it looks to me, Lee as if this is going to be our kind of big signing of this, or one of maybe the big signings of the summer. Now, I know I asked you before about what you think of Gabriel Jesus, and you said that you thought he'd be a good signing. I agree. I think he'd be a good signing. Well, my question is, do you think that's enough, having Jesus and Nketiah up top, or do you think we should look to try and get something else other than those two? That's a good question. That is a good question. I do feel that we need to to, um, to bring someone that can head a ball. Uh 
even though uh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus has uh, got a few goals um, with his head, um, I still think that we may need that. Like you know, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know about you. I'm quite, you know, um, baffled by the Rafinha one. If I'm being honest, um, why, why are we going there? A couple of things worry me. A couple of things um, excite me about it, but. I, I look at that and I think, to, well, where, where do we need, where do we really need strengthening? For me, it's in that central midfield area. I hope this is not going to be the end of it because I do feel we need to strengthen in that area. I still, I, I still think, and I tell you why, because of Partey and, and Tierney, they're, they're not, you know, I think it's, someone said um, yesterday to me, uh, uh, one of my mates that was on the on the trip with us said. Oh, Partey's fit for pre-season. So I said, that's oh, fantastic. He'll be injured by the, se- by the time the season starts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, and the same with Tierney. Like, you know, I understand he's not going to be fit for pre-season. So we need to address those areas as well. And this Rafinha one, for me, seems like um, out of the blue a little bit and also not really like a priority signing, if you know what I mean. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's a good sign if we get it. But does yeah, that I mean... Think- uh, that we're going to go in and there and get Rafinho, get Jesus, and there's still going to be more. Because if that's the case, I'd like to think that it would be. Then we're going to, in, then all of a sudden, then if these deals come off and then we bring in and say a Tillemans, I'm not saying it's going to be Tillemans, but someone of that ilk, and then a left sided defender, along with Saliba coming into the to the um, setup, I think even me and you are going to be excited by that. I, I have to say. You know what I mean? I, you know, you think to yourself, right, that is a well and truly backed good transfer win- window. I'm still not excited about it until I, I know that, that, that it's absolutely done and dusted. And I'll tell you what, I, I still won't be excited. And you can call me miserable and whatever. And so all these signings are on the plane going to Orlando. Then I'll be very, very happy because that means then come the beginning of the season against Crystal Palace, we're going to be in what I think is a real um, exciting in, exciting time for Arsenal. Like, you know, um, I, 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 people I see again, oh, you know, uh, our dear friends, Harry and Tom, saying, oh, about the excuses, no excuses. Well, I don't care what them two say. I love them to deal, dearly to bits. But there is no excuses no more. I'm fed up with excuses. We've had enough excuses over the last few years and we've been very, very patient. Those excuses now run out. The board or the owners look like they're going through with their bargain. They're, they're coming through with it, if this is the case. Um, and hopefully lessons are learned. I, You know, like with, with the Rafinha one, you know, if he wants to go to Barcelona and whatever... You know, we pursue that. We, we, we know if if we we pursue that and we don't um, get it over the line, I'd be disappointed because it spells what what's happened with Flavarich. So, so I'm not really, you know, in in the camp now of saying, oh, um, yeah, we've well, at least we went for him like we did Flavarich. Like I'm not saying that no more, Dan. If we don't get him, it doesn't count. It doesn't mean if we link with him or try to get him, doesn't count because I'm going to go back to what I've just said again. No excuses. So if they mm. don't get um if they don't get a uh, Rafinho, a Rafinha, there's a reason why, and that means a failure, like you know. So everything that Arsenal do at this moment in time, I'm looking at it very, very cautiously, but very, very scrutiny 
Scrutish as well, as well. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm looking at everything here. Like you know, I hear that Martinez now is being linked with Manchester United. So is that another one that was just, just uh, um, a link or, or, or something like that? I want genuine players going for them and getting them. And that's all I want at the end of the day. Now I, I'm not saying I know too much about Martinez. Whoever they get, I want to see a left-sided defender in this squad by the time we get to Orlando. I want to see a better backup for Partey than what I've got, what we've got at the moment because Partey doesn't play the whole season. So you've got to get someone on par or better than him, Dan. You know what I mean? That can play the other half of the season. Same with Tierney. I want to see uh, Jesus up there with that number nine shirt very, very soon. And and I also, you know, if Rafinha is the one to come in there. If Rafinha comes, I'm, that, that's the end of Pepe, by the way. Pepe will be gone. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, and and... and I, I look at that deal. If we could get four, three or four more signs, you're going to have to turn around and say, this is this is um, a very, very good window and a positive one. But do you know what? I'm, 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 it's positive if we get him down. I'm not going to go for this like, oh, well, we went for Rafinha, we didn't get him. Well, but at least we went for him and at least we went for that. No. I'm only going to be positive and really, really positive and looking forward to the season when they're yeah. through the door. When they're through the door. Yeah, I'm with you 100%, mate. We can't get excited at the moment just being linked with players. Um, but it does give me the confidence, at least, that we're getting close to some of these signings. And I think a few mm. weeks ago, I was a bit lost as to where we were going. And, of course, the window had, had only just opened and we were a little bit worried that perhaps we we're going to leave it very, very long. We still only have seen Fabio Vieira covering the door as well as Marquinhos, but it looks now as if Gabriel Jesus is done, according to Fabrizio Romano, £45 million. I'm rumoured to be on close to 250k a week, between 220 and 250 a week, so going to be one of our most played players. I like the guy, I always have liked him in terms of his work rate, and I think he can play in a few positions, and I think he will be a good player. We'll come to Rafinha in a minute, but I want to make a bet with you, judges. I'm going to bet you a Big Mac and Chips Right, lovely. I bet you a Big Mac and chips that Arsenal will still be short in the defensive midfield area and the centre forward area come close of the window. I think we will have Jesus and Nketiah up front. I think we'll have Thomas Party, Lukonga, and El Nini, and I think we will have uh, probably close of window. Ah, we could have got a taller striker and a backup for Thomas Party, but we haven't. That's what I think will happen. I really do. I still think there's players to come in, but I don't see that they're going to be a Bissouma type or a Tammy Abraham type. I just don't see that. I think Jesus and this Fabio Vieira um, and this Lissandro Martinez are probably going to be the ones that come in. Martinez can play left back, left centre back and defensive midfield. So that's what they'll do. They'll say, oh, we've got him and he can just slot in there if Laconga and El Nini ain't ready. That for me, I, I don't like that. I've said to you before, I don't like, oh, Ben White can just go over to right back. No, I don't want any of that crap. We've seen enough of that rubbish, yeah? Chaka's going over to left backs and all this crap. Cedric's coming in and playing at left back, full back and God knows where. I don't want that. You should have a squad, yeah? But don't see Man City and Liverpool playing Jordan Henderson at right back, do we? Yeah, so let's 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 just get out from that. So I think personally, that's what we're going to see is maybe a couple of players short. Now, having said that, I do think we're going to make more more signings after Jesus and after Rafinha. This Martinez is looking good, and there's still rumours that Tielemans we may be going back in for. Now, again, Lee, 
we're here being told that we're going in for 25 million, Leicester want 35 million, all this nonsense. If we want this player, let's just can we just stop this nonsense now and just go and get this bloke? That's my, my first question to you. And then second mm. of all, if we do this business, Lee, what are the excuses going to be? Because I'm starting to hear them now. And do you know what the excuse I'm hearing now? There's a couple of people online. And uh, I spoke to Andy today and he said he'd heard it as well. The first year was COVID. COVID is the excuse. COVID is the excuse. Last year was we got injuries. We got too many injuries. This year, the World Cup's in the way. World Cup's getting in the way. You've got to give him a full season without no no interruptions, no, no, no World Cup. Now, I don't really understand where these excuses start and where who thinks of them. And I don't know if they're doing it to wind people like me and you up. But I can't have anything getting in the way of this season. I can't deal with any injuries. I can't have any more COVID nonsense talk. I can't have any more he hasn't had enough transfer windows. I can't have any more he hasn't been backed. And I can't have any that the World Cup got in the way of the season. So it's not really Arteta's fault. I don't see that there's any any excuses now. If we get these players over the line, which I think some of them are exciting. I like Rafinha. I like Jesus. I think this Martinez is highly rated and can play in a few positions. Tielemans would be one of my number one shouts in midfield. And of course, we've got a couple of youngsters like the Marco Nosso of the world coming in and Fabio Vieira too. That's that, That's him being fully, fully backed. So we can't have any more excuses, man, please. No, I don't think that we should. And I think that it is good that we are seeming to be getting backed. And what, what I like about it is that... Um, listen, let's just talk about the Tielemans one at this moment in time. If You know, you've got a... We've been criticised in the past for overspending and whatever, like, you know. Now, he's got a year left of his contract. I think £30 million is about right. for He's a £50 million player, in my opinion. Um, but he's got a year left of his contract, so that takes it down, you know. Um, and I don't think that Leicester should be demanding massive amounts of money, like, you know. But Arsenal, I, I think, will probably go in for a fair, fair price at the end of it. It would be madness if Arsenal don't go and do that. What I want to see from Arsenal, and where I will be excited by it all, is that I've watched Arsenal last season. We were weak in certain areas, and it looks like we're improving on it. Like you know, now the the, the question that you've got to ask about the improvement up front, and and is it exciting, Jesus and um, and Eddie? Is that a better than a year ago or two years ago of Abamyang and? Lacazette. I think it's on par, if I'll be honest. I think that, you know, yes, um, we know that uh, Aubameyang's a good goal scorer and a fantastic goal scorer. But I've always been very, not critical, but I've always said the weakest part of his game is hold-up play, inter, integra, integrating with the midfield players. He's just a goal scorer and a, and, a, and a bloody good one. Lacazette does a little bit of everything. So... I think if you look at it last season, Eddie's a slight improvement on, on Lacazette. I'm going to say that I think um, Eddie will score around about the same amount of goals as, as um, Lacazette. You know, I'm not comparing Eddie with, with Aubameyang. I think, like, you know, we're going to go with Jesus doing that. And Jesus, well, he's got a big big shoe uh, to follow, you know, to follow there with Aubameyang's goals. So that's going to be a real, real key, you know. Um, we need someone up front to be banging in goals. No question about it, Dan. You know, like our goal, our goal threat last season wasn't good enough. So we need to do that. Um, we also need to um, get more creative. We need to get more players going past. But we're a passing team at times, but 
you can't part. You, you have to vary it up a little bit. We need someone to go past players, beat players. I think that's where Rafinha is coming into it a little bit. Dan is that someone to take on players, beat a man. He's always looking to beat a man, get to the box, get into little areas. I think that we need that, and I think that. We also need that from deep as well. And I think that's why they're looking at Vieira that can do that. Not necessarily starting the games that coming on as a sublight, you know. So I think it's very, very interesting. I, I get on your point there. I, as, as exciting, say if we got those players, for instance, and I'm not being doom and gloom when I'm saying this. Far from it. If we was to bring in Jesus, we get Rafinha and we get a, a, a left-sided defender along with Saliba. And we miss out on the central defender mid midfield player and we don't go and get um, right Tillemans or whatever. I will be, at the end of it, disappointed. Not disappointed, but, but a little bit deflated. Now, I don't think that they, they're going to go for the Tillemans or someone like that by the 5th of August. I don't think... I think we're, gonna, we're, we're not going to get... That's one that's going to come in towards the end of the transfer window. Now, we could get away with it for those first few games, like, you know, if we've got all those other players in place, Dan, you know, a little bit of business at the end of the transfer window would be a good strategy for, for us to game forward. You know, like, to, to say, like, you can get them all in before the 5th of August, very, very difficult. But the main ones you can get in. I, I wouldn't be too disappointed if that central midfield player is not there for the, for the 5th of August because Partey will be fit, Shaka will be fit, uh, and, and that will be be okay for those few games, but by the end of the transfer window, I hope that Arsenal strike and get in get in the, the man that they want. That's what I'm hoping. It, it, but if we don't, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed by it because I've been saying now for a, a good six months to a year that we need strengthening in that middle. I've, I think I've said it for, for a lot, long while now that we've need strengthening that midfield. Now, if the club doesn't address that, then I, I, I fear it. Because if you look at it, we've with these players coming in, that ain't going to get us to... It's not going to challenge us with Liverpool and Manchester City. We've got... We, you know, this is going to get us the to... the best of the rest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, eventually, we've got to be pushing to get to that level. So we need to improve that midfield. Now, another year down the line, Dan, Shaka's 30. Another year down the line, Partey's 30. You know, you know. all of a sudden, you, 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 you sort of, um, what's it, you're you structured. They're on a decline then, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They're on a decline. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, 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 you're sort of going with this formula of young players and all that. Well, it ain't necessarily, it's working in every other area. The, the forwards, 22, 25, the defenders in the age... And now the cog that we've got is 30 30, you know what I mean? So we need to, to address that, like, you know? Um, yeah. And, you know, as I say, with this Rafinha one, is it um, a smoke screen or whatever? I don't know. You know, people are saying it, it may be, it may be not. I don't know, Dan. But what I'm saying is if you're going all out for a, a summer for a left sided midfield player, having meetings and all that, and that player has got his heart set on another club, why are we doing it? And that's my big problem going forward, like, you know. So, until these players come through, I am not going to be excited about it. But at the moment, it does look very, very positive. Yeah, it does. And there's a lot of people in the chat getting very excited, saying, why am I not, why am I negative about it? Um, I don't really know that there's anything well, what, 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 positive about it, if I'm honest. Um, 
right now. You've got on mute, I think, Judge. But um, right. address that. Address that. You know what I mean? Address it. Why you feel a little bit worried about it? Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of people um, I know that are a little bit worried because um, they haven't got anything but rumours at the moment. So when I look at what we're supposed to be doing, if that happens, I'll be as excited as everybody. But I still feel we'll be short. I still feel we need another centre forward. I still feel we need a backup for Thomas Pye. Because let's put it this way, Lee. We we line up with all these players that we've just got. We've got Rafinha in. We've got Martinez in. We've got Party use fit. First game, Jesus, ACL, Party gets injured for six weeks. What happens then? We've got Eddie and Ketty and El Nenny in the midfield again. Do you think that's... Is that well, good I, 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 I try to so, be a little bit more... I, I try to be a little bit positive, but I know what you mean. Listen... No, but I, I'm, 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 just, I'm just stating why I'm, yeah, I'm worried. It I might not be... That. that might not happen. But what I'm saying is, if that does happen, then we are back to where we were against Newcastle in the last game of the season, where we played shocking and Tottenham away. Because Eddie couldn't do it there and El Nenny couldn't do it there. So that's my worry is, I'll be looking at those positions and I'll be going, Rafinha, that'd be brilliant. But that, for me, is a player that if we're going to be spending £70 million on, we better have enough for another another centre-forward that's going to come in as well and another defensive midfielder that's going to come in because that, for me, is a lot more priority than another winger. Now, I love Rafinha and I think he'd probably be more exciting, in my opinion, than Tielemans and Gabriel Jesus because I think his ceiling's massive and I think he has got some flair and some goals in him. But I do look at that and think, I still think we're short in those positions. Now, they might surprise me, Lee. They might go and get Abraham Sangare to come in when Party's injured and Tammy Abraham or Nkunku or Ojemen for when Jesus is out or whatever, or even to start ahead of Jesus. But I just can't see that happening. I really can't. So I do feel, personally, like there's a couple of areas that I feel we're still going to be short in. And we were last season. We saw that at the end of the summer transfer window. So mm. that's what that's me addressing why I'm still worried. I still feel we need eight or nine players, and I think we'll probably only get six or seven covered. That's my that's my honest, brutal opinion. Having said that, the six or seven I expect us to get, I think we'll do pretty well. And I won't give Arteta any more excuses because I think the players that are already there are better than what he did and has done with them so far. And certainly another transfer window being backed with, let's be honestly, close to 500 million, half a billion now we've spent on this side. Needs to get Champions League football, mate. So that's why I'm a little concerned and not as positive as some. Some people will be in the chat going, this is buzzing. Like, I'm absolutely, I can see them all. They're going, they're, they must think we're going to be doing amazing stuff because they're really going, come on, Dan, like, you're being negative there. I think this is going to be a brilliant season. Let's hope it is. And I can see why people must be... Um, must be really uh, positive by some of the links we've got. But until I start to see them being signed, I can't get as excited as some of the others. Maybe that's just because I'm down in the dumps about Arsenal and I don't like the process and don't like Arteta and Edu. Maybe that maybe there is some of that, 100%. But I need to see these players coming in, Lee, and I need to see what they're going to be like because I saw some people really hyping up the last summer transfer window, saying, oh my God, I mean, top four is a given. It's going to be if we come third or fourth and we ended up missing out. So now people are going to say we've got a good enough side to come for third. And I would agree if those players come in, we've got the best side to go for third place. Are we going to get it? Because if we don't get it, then he's underachieved. He's got to get top four if we're getting these signings in now. There's no more nonsense about, you know, injuries and, oh, he needs more time and all that. You know, this is his fourth season as an Arsenal manager. We have to get Champions League football, mate. Yeah, and no, I'd say, like, just a couple of things that you said there, like, you know I mean? People are, you know, been a little bit 
you know, like not not uh, you know laughing like you when you say seven or eight players. Now, don't forget, and I'm going to say this now: seven or eight players. We're going to lose four or five. We've got a weak squad as it is. If Rafinha signs, Pepe's going to go. Maitland-Niles is going to go. Um, there'll be other players that are going to go. So the squad is going to be thin again. So when people go, oh, eight or nine players, we will need to bring in those sort of players, especially when you've got five substitutes. Now, I pay a lot of money for my transfer, for, sorry, for my uh, season ticket, like, and me and mate standing there like going, who's that warming up on the bench? Who's that like? We have to look at the program to see, oh, it's number 34, who it is. You know, it's a young kid that's not played a, a first-team game. You can't be having that with five subs, guys. You've got to have strength in depth. So when you say about four, you know, four or five players is the minimum, in my opinion, the minimum yeah. that we need. The absolute minimum that we that we need. Now, when you when you say about players getting injured and all that, like people have had a little go about that. You know, injuries do happen. What if Kane gets injured? I heard. What if Song gets injured and all that? Like, what if? What if? What the problem is for us, and this is what I'm saying about it, is that we know that Tierney, on record, doesn't last a season. We know that Partey doesn't last a season because they couldn't last a season without European football. Harry Kane, for instance, and Song went through the whole of season last season without European football as well, by the way. But um, didn't get injured. So you feel a little bit more confident going in. We've got too many players at this football club that break down and get injured. Partey and Tierney need either top-class backups or being replaced. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. I ain't going to get excited about Partey this season because I know he's going to have four or five really, really good games and, if he, and then I'll be worried about him getting injured. And it's as simple as that. And um, mm. so, so I feel that that is um, one of those things that we've got to look at, you know. Um, and, and listen, people, as you know, just seen on this, Harry Kane's injury. Harry Kane did not get an injury last season. Why didn't he get an injury last season? Because he wasn't playing week in, week out last season. You know, that is the case scenario, like, you know. Arsenal players weren't playing week in, week out and were getting injured. So we need to replace those players. So we need to get in four or five, six or seven players next season. Then listen, let's, let's just turn it around. If those players to come in, if those players to are to come in, then we I, uh, you know, and, and listen, I, I, I'm a big, big fan of Edu, as you know, as a player. I, I loved him as a player. Very, very underrated as, as a footballer, in my opinion. Agreed. Um, he has turned around and said the Arsenal fans would be excited. And I can tell you that now you can see why Arsenal fans are excited if we spend that money on that. If they were to bring in Martinez and they were to bring in, just for instance, in the next week, Martinez, Rafinha and Jesus, I don't think even the most negative Arsenal fans can turn around and say, oh, that's not, that's not encouraging. That's not exciting. It is exciting because I'll tell you whether he's going to win the league or not, I don't know. Uh, well, I do know it's not going to, but I'll tell you what, the football's going to be a little bit entertaining and it? it's going to be enjoyable. It's going to be enjoyable going to games of football, like, you know, if we go about it in the right way. So I do think that there's, there's a real lot of positives to look at at this moment in time. Um, but I, I'm with you, Dan. I, I do think you need to be a little bit more Arsenal fans cautious. I've seen all the, the Brazilian flags and, 
uh, and Brazilian kits coming out and all that, like, you know, when they are signed and sealed and delivered and they are running out, are on that plane for Orlando, I might get excited and buy myself a Brazilian shirt. Why not? <laughs> but until that happens, I won't be doing it. I'll be holding back on my money. But yeah. it does look really good. I do like Jesus as a player. I think he's a top, top player uh, with potential, which I think that, you know, um, will, will happen. Um, I also think that um, I, I still think Eddie will do well for us next season. I was encouraged with what I've seen. I'm going to hold my hands up about Eddie. I didn't think he was going to be good enough. Um, but I, I, I see I see something in him last season, um, but he's got to deliver this season now. Like, you know, he's got a new contract. He must, must deliver. Um, and I, I look at it and I think that, you know, if you've got Martinelli, Rafinha, Jesus, Saka, Smith-Rowe, I, I, I am going to, um, I, I'm going to be like... Um, I'm going to be very, very happy with with all of that. Thing. You know, like someone saying here, Richard, Richarlison. I, I, I'd like to see Richarlison. I, I like someone that everybody hates. I like that. Like you know, uh, he's another Brazilian, isn't he? Like you know, so uh, yeah. you can't you can't keep getting all there. I, I do want to see a, a a sort of Gilberto Edu, funny enough, sort of a player <laughs> in that midfield. If Edu was now, you know, walk into this Arsenal team, them two. Walk into yeah. this Arsenal oh, team. Oh God, Gilberto was so underrated, unbelievable. Yeah, player. so they'd get they'd absolutely walk into this uh, uh, this team, and we could be in a real, real good position. But what I'm liking is you've got Saliba coming back. That you know, I know he's not a new signing, but he's more he's a, a an upgrade on what we've got as a backup or whatever. Like, so things are looking a lot, lot better. And if we can get that centre midfield player. Along with these guys here, I am going to be really... And I tell you what, I don't want it going, oh, we're going to get him in January, because that could happen, Dan. You know what I mean? Like, where, um, say, for, for Tillemans, we'll only have six months left of his contract, and it'll be um, a little bit cheaper, I suppose, you know? That could yeah. be a scenario. I don't really want us going down that scenario. Don't forget, we've got to get to November, and then, basically, we've got... Once we get to November 11th, we've got one week to come back and then the transfer window opens. So so, so let's just talk about the Tillemans one and, and let's just throw it out there. As a business model, you can pay £25 million now to £30 million now or 15 in January. And what are you going to do? For me, I get him now because I think he can come in now and do a job. But if you want to try and scrimp and save like they do normally, then yeah, you go in January and get him. Um, it depends really. Yeah, deep, the question the is, do you they've think got them, that's the scenario? Like, got because... so the question is, if we get Tielemans now, Chaka will go. I think. I don't think Chaka will want to sit on the bench. I hope he goes. I, I know you like him. I've had enough of him. We need an upgrade on him. And if he wants to stay as a squad player, that's fine. But he won't. He'll want to go because he knows he can play first team football at Roma or somewhere else. So if we don't keep Tielemans, if we don't get Tielemans, that means Chaka will stay. So it might be that you're right and we keep Chaka and he does a job until January and then Tielemans comes back on the market and we get him then. I don't know. I, I, I've got a sneaky feeling we'll still get him in the summer. I just think we'll go in last minute and we'll, we'll get him. But I just want to, we've got half hour. I just want to go through what you think is going to happen. 
because there's, I mean, I've just got a text message just now and people are talking about in the chat that Rafinha deal might be off and he, he does want to go Barcelona. Things can change, that's what I mean. You can't get so excited like this because that can happen. Straight away, you've got someone, you've got people in the job, oh, he's going to Barcelona apparently, we've pulled out the race. And then Zach's just messaged on the group saying he's heard that Arsenal have pulled out the race for Rafinha now. So that, that can happen. That can happen. No idea how true it is, um, but that's, that, that's what happens with rumours up and down. But I just want to go top to bottom, Lee, with where you think we could be improved on this summer, right? So I think we're good with the goalkeepers. We both know Aaron Ramsdale and Matt Turner are going to be the two goalkeepers. I think we both know that the four uh, centre-backs are probably going to be Gabriel, Ben White, Holden and Saliba. I don't think there's going to be any changes there. But right back and left back, I want to ask you, because I still feel there's some problems there if Tommy Asu and Tierney get injured. I don't like Cedric as much as some. I think he's fine against Palace and Wolves, and then he'll go and mess up against Spurs and City. Likewise, excuse me, Nuno Tavares has proven that he ain't quite ready. So we've still got problems there at fullback. Now, if Lissandro Martinez comes in, he can play there. And at right back, a lot of people are saying Saliba or Ben White can play there. Now, I don't like that personally. I just don't like that. I've already said that I don't like that. But do you feel that we will need a full need a fullback backup in each of those positions there, Lee? Right back and left back. I do feel on the left back, yeah. I think on right back, Tommy Asu done it exceptionally well last season. And, you know, unfortunately he was out for a lot longer than he should have been, like, you know. So hopefully we'll... And I, I'm, I'm going to be really honest, I thought Cedric done okay when he came in, if I'll be honest, like, you know. So I, I wouldn't really go down that route there. I also think that, I know you don't like it, that Ben White could cover there at certain times. And we also can go to a back three. So for me, I, I, I feel that we can we can get that one okay. Tierney's got to be replaced, or if not replaced, covered. Because people go, oh, he's great and all that. And I, look, listen, you're a big fan of him. I'm a big fan of him. I like him as a player. I really love him as a defender. I think everybody I like loves him. him as a player. It's just his injuries, isn't it? Yeah, he's just you know always injured all the time. Like, do you know what I mean? And 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 I'm I'm, I'm going to be really honest to me to it now. I'm getting fed up with it. If I'll be honest, I'm getting fed up with it. Like, you know, um, the Tavares is a decent player, but he's, he's a player that, you know, may, may realistically should be playing just league cup ties, uh, Europa league games and all that. He shouldn't be playing the bulk of the season. So that needs to be replaced. It needs to be, um, I will put him out on loan and then we all we'll then get someone in that's going to so like, if uh, Tierney's out, we then have a ready-made replacement that's going to come in at the same level. The, the, the trouble is when, when Tierney and Partey dropped out of this team last season, the, 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 the standard of play dropped dramatically for the next player coming in. And I'll get that because they're, they're backup players. You know what I mean? Lekonga's not in the same class as Partey at this moment in time. Whether he will be in a few years' time, I don't know. But at this moment, he's not. The nearest player that we come in, a mistake by uh, Arteta, as far as I'm concerned, was that he had El Nenny there, fit and, and raring to go, and didn't play him till, till it was too late. If I'll be honest, he should have played him three or four games earlier than that, or two or three games earlier. We might have beaten Southampton. We might have beaten Brighton. I don't really know why he didn't do it. And that was the problem. Um, 
So we need to go in there, like, you know. So I, I, I think if we can get one left back, one in at the left side of defender to to um to cover TNE, I would be happy with that. Whoever that will be, yeah, Dan, yeah. I've got no clue who they're gonna go for. Well, it looks like it's, it's gonna be Martinez. Looks like it will be Martinez. If we can get him, Man United want him as well, but the rumors are that he's he's agreed personal terms. Well, rumors, rumors, everybody said I've I've I've, I've come in today, walked through the door with people saying that the Rafinha deal is done. Now you're telling me that it's not. So I don't know. I don't know. what people are saying. I ain't got a clue, mate, either. Yeah. But that's what people are saying. So a lot of people have said today, Rafinha, advanced talks, and we've agreed terms, all this crap. And now people are saying, no, he's actually said, I want to go to Barcelona still, and they're now interested. I don't know what, what truth there is in that. All I get is text messages, mate. So And people, it was only, the only reason I brought it up is because people were talking about it in the chat. But I think we're, we're, we, we know we need a left back. And I think you're right. Right back, they'll leave and they'll cover it. Defensive midfield is a is a is a a worry for me, Lee, because as you say, Thomas Party, you've said that Lukonga and El Nini can come and cover that. I think we need somebody there who's better than El Nini and Lukonga personally. Um, I look at Lukonga and I felt sorry for him last season. I think he was chucked in the deep end. I think there was a couple of seats, couple of games where he was playing in there on his own because <laughs> uh, Chaka was put a left back and he was just in the middle on his own. Um, and he was put next to Patino in the FA Cup game. Then he was put next to Smith Rowe in the Liverpool's Carabao Cup game, and we all know isn't a centre midfielder. So I felt a bit sorry for him. I think he got a bit of a harsh, harsh time, if I'm honest, for first season in an Arsenal shirt for a 21-year-old. We hear good things. We hear good things for his mentality. So I think there is one for the future there. But whether he's ready to come in for party or not, I'm not so sure. So I think there's an issue with defensive midfield. Having said that, I do think that Erdegaard and Vieira, I'm quite excited to see what them two can do because this Vieira guy is highly rated. Erdegaard, I think, is very good on the ball and it'd be interesting to see how many goals we can get from midfield next season, Lee, because that is something we're lacking massively. If you compare our, our goals in midfield to those of the last 15 years at Arsenal, I think it's the lowest of the low that we've ever had. You know, you think years ago with the Ramseys and Cazorlas and Fabregas and even Vieiras that we're getting those sort of goals. We've not had that for a very long, long, long time. And Chaka, El Neni, Lukonga, Party, they don't get that. But unfortunately, neither does Erdegaard. So he needs to come forward and start getting in to the goals now for me. And then, of course, Pepe looks to be going. Rafinha looks to be coming in if we believe the rumours to be true. And it looks as if Pepe will have to be shipped out. Saka... Martinelli, Smith Rowe, Marquinhos, if he's going to be a part of it, and obviously Erdegaard and Vieira. You can see that Arteta is looking, along with Edu, to try and get some firepower in there. But of course, then it comes to Jesus and Nketiah and Balogun. Balogun, I think, needs a loan. But Jesus and Nketiah, I just don't... You said, you know, it's on par with Lacazette and Aubameyang. I, I disagree. And the reason I disagree... Um, is because although last season they were they were poor under Mikel Arteta, they haven't been poor previously the last three seasons, and this is going to be untried and tested at the moment with Jesus mm. and Enketia. Now I wouldn't, I'd rather have Jesus and Enketia at the moment because Aubameyang and Lacazette needed to go. There was problems. I don't want to even talk about them too anymore. But if I look at them like for like. I look at Lacazette and Jesus. There's not much in terms of the goals that they scored last season. I'd rather have Jesus because I think he's better and I think he does a lot more. But in terms of goals, the same. And then when you look at Aubameyang and Eddie Nketiah, 
it's chalk and cheese, isn't it? So I would say that is that is definitely a weaker strike force, and that's why I'd like to see us go in for someone else and have Eddie as our third choice. Because I, I don't know any other backup striker, Lee, that we are competing with for this top four that has somebody on the par of Eddie Nketiah. I might be wrong. Maybe there, maybe you think that there is another Eddie Nketiah in the Tottenham side. I don't see that. I don't see anybody in the Chelsea side, side that I think is... is um, any worse than Eddie Nketiah. I think Eddie Nketiah is probably one of the weaker strikers um, in the top four or top six race. That's my honest opinion. And I don't really blame Eddie for that. I blame the manager because the manager's the one who's given him that chance. He's given him the, the game time. So, you know, he's believing that he has to deliver now on 100k a week. So there is going to be pressure on Eddie now going into this because he's going to get, trust me, a lot of abuse if it don't if it don't work out well for him. Um, and I think Eddie's shown us what he is, and that's a, a below a, a below average centre forward. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what positions we do strengthen. I think we all know we need a left back. We all know we need a defensive midfielder and a, a number eight. We all know we needed an attacking midfielder, and we got that in Vieira. We know we need a winger, and we know we need a striker. And it looks like those are the positions we're going for. So that is a positive that yeah. we're looking to plug the holes or the pieces of the puzzle, so to speak. But how confident are you, Lee, that this team, once complete with the signings that are linked, the players we're linked with, how confident are you that Arteta and Edu can get this right and we can go forward for a Champions League spot at least a bare minimum next season, mate? Well, what gives me confidence is that we have we um, didn't really have those players last season. We give it a good go, you know, and probably probably put ourselves in a position where we should have done, if I'll be honest, like, you know, um, you know, we played with Eddie up front for the last 10 games, really. Or, or realistically, we, 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 you know, from January onwards, we really left ourselves very, very light up front. We did. You know, um, I, I, I just... I have to look at it and say, like, when you look back on it, it's disappointing I was at the beginning, of, you know, that we haven't won. And I'm still, as I'm like you, I'm still disappointed we didn't do it. But when you look at it, you know, it, we had no right to be challenging for top four with with just Eddie up front, really. You know, Lacazette gone. You know I mean? There weren't no one else. Martin, as happens, it was Martin, Ellie and Eddie who were doing it for, for a little while within the last few games. You know what I mean? Um, mm. Very, very inexperienced. Um, unbelievable, really, if I'll be honest. You know, so that has improved. If we can get the the players in that, we, that we're saying we are, I do think that we're, we, we're, we're pushed for top four. We really will. I, I, I also think, I don't care what anybody says, I'd be very, very surprised if Chelsea are in the match. Like Chelsea are looking to sell players now. All of a sudden, Chelsea are looking to sell players to buy players. They've never done that in their lives. You know, they're having to, they've come back into the real world. They've got to get players off their books to buy players. You know what I mean? So, welcome back to the real world Chelsea Football Club. Um, and I, I think that they can be challenged. I think Spurs will probably challenge them. Uh, uh, for third and us challenging for fourth as it stands at the moment. But I do think if we get the, the right players in there, like, you know, I do think that we've got a real good chance of really pushing into, in, into the top four. I really do. I, 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 I'll emphasise it again. If, if all those players come in, if all those players come in and we don't get it, I think you've got to be looking at the manager or, or, or the coaching staff why that's not happening. You know, if you're bringing in Jesus and you're bringing in um, Rafinha or whoever it is, like, and you're still not getting enough goals, 
then you've got to be looking at the the, the people that are putting it out on the pitch. So I, I think, listen, with big signings, Dan, comes pressure and the pressure will be on Arteta to perform. But when you've got your, when you as a coach, if you've got better players and, and, and players that are scoring goals, you've always got a better chance of winning games of football, you know, and, and, and I think that that will be the key for me. Like, you know, um, I, I, you know, you, you have an argument with people like, and I, as I just emphasised, people will say, well, look, he hasn't had a striker. He hasn't had this, hasn't had that. Those excuses can't be put at the door next season if those players are in place then, where they can be at this moment in time. So I don't think there's no hiding places for Mikel. I don't think that he wants that, neither. I think that he knows that come the first of um, set game of the season in August and he's got those players in place, he's got to perform as well as the team. Yeah, 100%, mate. I'm with you. And uh, I think there ain't no more excuses now. And it'll be nice, actually, um, having a, a season where none of the Arsenal fans can come up with these unbelievable excuses. Um, but I'll, I'll, listen, there will be them. You'll, you'll, you'll find, they'll find some, trust me. There's some that are in love with this manager and he, he can't do no wrong. It's bizarre, really. Um, very mixed in the chat as well. Some people not agreeing with anything I'm saying. Some people agreeing with everything we're saying. Um, very mixed, isn't it, in the Arsenal uh, fan base at the moment about not just Mikel Arteta, but where we're going as a football club. A lot of people excited about Eddie and Ketia. Some in the chat are saying that he got five and eight. That means he'll get over 20 next season. Um Wow, I'll be amazed if he gets that. Um, I'm, I, I imagine he'll be a second-choice striker, so I don't think that he'll get... You know, he's got to be looking at trying to get double figures for me, Eddie, next season, because he's playing in and around the Cups. Um, so I imagine he'll try and look at that. And Jesus has got to try and hit 20. That's my opinion. That's what I want from my strikers. Um, and I'm going to try and ask the youngsters to try and get double figures as well. The youngsters, I'm talking about the Erdegaards, the Sackers, the smith Rose, the Martinelli's. They've got to try and all get to 10 because that's what we used to do. Perez and Lundberg used to hit 10 goals each. Vieira used to get eight. We used to have some of our defenders come in like Gabriel did last season. Campbell getting four or five goals and obviously Henri and Burkamp doing their magic up top. And that's what we've got to try and look at now is not playing comparisons to those, but goal ratio comparisons to those. And that's what we want to be doing is trying to get these players mm. to the best of their ability. And I, I think that we have the ability there. I think the players have shown that they can do it, but we need to show some consistency now. And I'm with you, Lee. If it doesn't start to go well, um, which would bring on to my last question, um, then we do need to look at, at where we're going, uh, in my opinion. Um, mate, I want to talk to you a little bit positive and a little bit negative because we've got some fairly kind fixtures, some would say, for the first five games of the season. Um, I know no game's easy. Palace away is never going to be an easy one, but it should be one that we're looking to win. And then we've got a quite nice run until we hit the big, the bigger boys in the league. Um, I think we could be fairly confidently going into that, um, especially with the links that we're, we're going into, of taking the maximum points out of those first five games, Lee. I, I, am I right in saying that, or is that just unrealistic, mate? No. No, I think that um, if we get past that Crystal Palace game, I think that you... Listen, you look at that and go, Crystal Palace away, first game of the season. Tough game. It is a tough game. You know, I'm not, we're not saying it, but get over that. Then it's Leicester at home. I think then we're Bournemouth away, is it? Um, Fulham, Bournemouth and Leicester, isn't it? And uh, Aston, Aston Villa in that as well, like. Yeah, um, there's quite a few nice nice games. Yeah, there's some, some some games in there that you say, right, you know, tough games, no no games easy, but home games there, I think 
away at Palace, away at Bournemouth. Leicester, are, I think, are in there. Um, Fulham and, and Aston Villa at home. And I think that the last one is Man United away. So you should... I, I, I think that Arsenal... If everything's signed up, we've got everybody in there. We should be going into the to the Old Trafford game unbeaten. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've just I've literally just looked. Palace away, Leicester at home, Bournemouth away, Fulham at home, Villa at home. There you go. That that, that they should be winnable. Yeah, I, I think if you was looking at that with Manchester City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea, you would say that if you was looking at it, you know, where are Tottenham going to drop points from those games here? You. You'd say Crystal Palace at home, maybe, but the rest they're going to win. Um, so that's what you've got to say with Arsenal. I, I, you know, will, will they go unbeaten in those runs? I don't know. Let's wait and see. But um, I, I think that they've got to be looking at going into that Old Trafford game. You know, for, like, just say, for instance, I'm not, you know, like we're unbeaten, four wins and a draw off, you know, but we're, we're right. You know, that gives you the confidence to go to Manchester United and maybe get something from that game. You know, um, depending on what's going on with them, but but realistically, I, I'm looking at it and thinking to ourselves that uh, yeah, we should be, we should be, and and when people go, oh, you're over, it's like, no, there's no, not one of those teams is going to be challenging for the title, are they? Mm. I agree, I agree so, with you, mate. I agree with you. So with that in mind, we've got four competitions, Lee, right? I want you to be realistic in what would satisfy you in each competition, right? League, we ain't going to win it. We know we ain't going to win that. So I want you to give me a realistic um, position that would satisfy you in the league. I'd like to give you, uh, allow, allow you to say what you would like to see in the three competitions we're going to be in. That's the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup and the Europa League. So what would be a satisfying season for you out of the four competitions that we enter next season, mate? So, like for for the Premier League, I want top four, um, or, or or pushing for it, um, without a doubt. You know, like we've done that this season, so we should be doing it again. Let's go for the League Cup. I'm I'm looking at uh, blooding players in that one, so the squad players that we've got coming through and everything like that. Um, but I expect us to not. You know, it depends on how, what luck you get in the draw and all that. But I expect us to give it a good go. I expect it to give us a good go. Europa League, I'm going to be really honest about it. We win it. That's that's what I'm saying there. I'm not the like, realistic thing. I want us to win the Europa League. That's what I think that the club should be going for. I'm not saying put all their eggs in one basket, but um, they should be looking to, to win the Europa League. Uh, the FA Cup, I do think that we need to go deep in that. I don't want to be knocked out to some team in the championship or or lower than that. Again, we we lose to one of the big guns if we're going to go in that. If we can't uh, get into, if we're 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 mid table in the the uh, the uh, Premier League, say like we've got no chance of getting top four, but we're in the Europa League. I expect us to concentrate on the Europa League and the FA Cup. So if if we have a poor poor season in the um, Premier League and don't get in the top four or five, I expect us to win both cups. Fair, very very fair. Um, I'm going to agree with you, Mr. Judges. Uh, you're right, the league we got to win it. We have to win that. Uh, that that's what I'm expecting to do is to win that with the team that we've got. We should be winning it. Um, top four for the league, um, as well as win the Europa League. 
And then with the two cups, I expect us to go nothing short of the quarterfinals in both of them. And if we do get knocked out, then it has to be to a Man City or a Liverpool. It can't be a Forest again or a Swansea or someone like that. So I expect to go deep in both of those competitions. We got to the semi-finals of the Carabao Cup last season. So there's no reason why we can't do that again. And with the FA Cup, I expect us to go deeper than the third round losses to a Nottingham Forest. I don't mind if we lose Lee to Man City or Liverpool. I don't mind if we lose the league to Man City and Liverpool. But we can't lose the Europa League to Man City or Liverpool. That means we're one of the no. better teams in it. So exactly. we have to be winning that competition. Top four, likewise, we need to be getting that because Chelsea might spend, Tottenham under Conte will be different animal and Man United, who knows. But we have a good enough side, in my opinion, to be into the top four. So the manager has to get top four and I believe the manager has to win the Europa League. So yep. that's what I'm going to be looking at next season. Top four. And, and if he doesn't, then that's, that's his lot. Yeah, I no think excuses. so. No excuses. I know a lot of people go, oh, well, what happens if this happens? What happens that happens? I will state again. You know, I've heard people turn around and say he's a novice. You know, he's rookie manager. He's not rookie manager no more. He's had four years in the job. So he's learned, he's had his apprenticeship now. I, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know too much about apprenticeships now, but I think they're about two to three years. Yeah. Yeah, right. He's had that. Yeah. He's not a novice no more. He's not experienced no more. He is ready to now take Arsenal to the next level. If he's not, he should not be there. That is the end of it. I don't care what anybody says. I personally think that he will get um, top four next season. I, I think he'll get Champions League football via one of those routes. And that is a good... I know it's disappointing not to be in the Champions League this, this season, but we have two, two routes into it now. We only had one last yeah, true. year. We've got two That's now. True. And he better not mess it up. He better not yeah. mess it up. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, just to end, we've got three super chats. Um, first super chat is from Cameron. Uh, it says, why is it that we're demanding a centre midfielder like Tielemans? Not every team is perfect like Chelsea, Man United or Spurs. Look how much we have recruited. There's a lot of this, Lee, saying, look at this, you know, we're trying, we're trying. We can't demand, we can't play FIFA. But I think although we are building, we've been building for a couple of years now, and it's time that we go for a centre midfielder like Tielemans. That's my, my opinion, Lee, is that we, he's a player that we should be demanding to get, perf um, uh, in my opinion. 100%. And the reason why we're saying that is because what happened last season, there was a time in the season last season. Guys, and, and this is really important, we were desperate that we got a man off a plane on the same day and put him on the bench to get injured that night. Come on. We need to strengthen in that area. And I'm sorry that when I'm paying top money for a season ticket, I don't expect to see players coming off of planes, right, from tournaments and being chucked into the team. It's desperation. It shows you that we haven't got the lack of, we've got not enough quality in that midfield. And we're one injury away from that happening again. It's exactly. not like we need to strengthen in that area. 
And I, don't, I, I have to say, and big up yourself, Cameron, and thanks for the super chat, but I do disagree with what you're saying in relation to perfect like Chelsea, Man United and Spurs because they are far from perfect in my opinion. Um, Luke Morrison, big up yourself, man. Hope you're well, mate. Um, thanks for the super chat. Says, if we add Rafinha, Martinez and Tielemans, then he expects third with a title challenge the following season. He wants us to be the champions within three seasons. And because we now know that the Cronkies can win with the Rams, we should be demanding the same. That's, that's, I love that ambition, Lee. That's what yeah. we all want. Yeah, that's what, I agree. I think this season is just another stepping stone towards it. I do think that. And then, then we go again. When people say, oh, we ain't going to win this time, blah, 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 don't forget, hopefully, with the good coach and everything like that, Saka gets better. So does Smith-Rowe, so does Martinelli, so does Gabriel, so does Saliba. All these players have got a high ceiling. They, they go there together. The ceiling goes up every year. We will be in a good position to challenge in a few years' time if all the players meet their requirements. Yeah, love that. Absolutely love that. Love the ambition there and the passion there from Luke. Big up yourself. Uh, also, big up Lewis. Um, this is an interesting one, Lee. I'll let you answer this. He says, I get the issues with Arteta, but why Edu? I, don't, I haven't got no issues with Edu. I think Edu's no, done really well. No, I think really he well. means in, in general, some fans have. I, I, don't, I, I don't get that. I think that Edu, if you look at it, has brought very, very well. I, I think in the transfer market... How many players have, have not worked over the last couple of seasons? Not many. You're always going to get one or two that may be not. But ultimately, ultimately, I think most of the transfers have been really, really good. Martinelli's been a fantastic um, signing for us. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if Edu was a part. I think that he was. Um, Gabriel's been a fantastic one for us. Like, you know, we've got Thomas Partey in. You know, uh, Tommy Asu. You know, Aaron Ramsdale. You know, all been good signings. So, um, you know, Jesus coming through now is another good one if that does come off. So, uh, yeah, I, I've been all right with I'm, Edu. I'm and, and I, as far as Edu and Arteta are concerned, on off the field, I've always given him a little bit of credit. I think they've got yeah, some wrong. I, I, Don't I get me wrong. Well. You know, I think they've got some wrong. I think Runnison was a shocker. I think Sabios wasn't going to work. William was poor. Pablo Marie hasn't really worked out. Cedric hasn't set the world alight, in my opinion. But when you look at some of the ones that they have got in, you know, I think it's harsh to say Lukonga and Tavares have been poor, but they haven't been great. Um, but actually, the parties in Gabriel's of this world, tying the young youngsters down and getting in some of the players that we've been linked with and that we've got in last summer, I think fair play to them. They have got some of them right and they have to deserve a little bit of credit. And so does Edu. Uh, last one of the night, mate. You'll be pleased to know, Lee. Um, Fiverr for the burger fund. Thank you. Look at that. Look at that. I've had a McDonald's for ages, right? I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm, 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 I'm in I mean, need yeah, one. I think we're one. both in need of one, mate. So thank you yes. very much, McDowell's. Uh, it says, anything less than competing on all fronts is unacceptable this season. The standards must be laid down. I must admit, Lee, I, I, I agree with this. I do think we've dropped our standards. I do think we have. I think we need to raise them again and understand that who we are. Um, I think we have to be realistic to the fact to know where we have come from and what the last couple of seasons have been like. But actually, when you spend a half a billion, which it will be now, we need to actually look at progressing now. We can't be spending another half a billion to just try and squeeze into the top four um, next time. We need to secure a Champions League spot and then we're going again. It's none of this process done, top four achieved. 
the process was worth trusting it's done that's just the start i want more yeah. i don't want to be getting into this top four and that's it job done i never celebrated top four when i was at ivory i don't know about you lee but did you run around when we got fourth i never did no <laughs> no but i've i've accepted that there had to be a change and i've accepted it 100%. with the, the stadium everything like that so my expectations did drop and um, because i was told them to drop but now my expectations now are going i've had enough of uh being patient uh, and having like nice. I want us now back up there challenging. And the reason I, I, I've lost a bit of patience for it, I'm going to be really, really honest, is that I, I, the Rams and his uh, hockey team are winning things and winning big. So now I expect it to be to be the Arsenal. And uh, uh, us fans now, I think, look, get it right, I think us fans and us uh, uh, have been fantastically patient with this football club. For Agreed. far too long now, this all this this all raise our standards now uh, and demand what we should be getting from our football club. I think it's a great place to finish. We have got one last super chat that's just come in from Taron saying that if we start the 2023 season with Chaka in our midfield, I'm quitting this team. We're going nowhere <laughs> fast with that geezer. And I quite agree with Taron. Uh, let's see what happens. There's still time to go in the transfer window. Um, Granite Chaka could be staying. Granite Chaka could be going. Who knows what's going to happen in the coming weeks. But we'll be back with some content next week. Myself and Lee Judges. Um, that's a nice little chat, Lee. That's gone very quick. Really well, enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Good bit of therapy, like, you know. I mean, let's hope by next time we're on there, we'll have some big signings to look forward to and uh, we'll be a little bit more positive going forward and and, and, and be excited. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we want. We all want to be excited, don't we? We all so we keep getting told so let's just stay with it and uh, be as positive as we can listen we are going to sign players guys we really are and um, as soon as we do we'll get on here and talk about them and uh, let's hope that we can be positive about what they're going to be doing at the Arsenal next season there's strong rumours of Rafinha Jesus looks to be done Martinez of course and Tielemans um, rumour won't go away and of course all four of those will add to Vieira Marquinhos and of course Saliba and Turner that were already brought in so it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks but we're going to keep you posted as much as we can and we'll be back for further content on Lee Judges TV until then we'll see you next time and up the Arsenal guys take care